Shalom. Hey, I'm John. I'm Avram. And this is our podcast, Rabbi's Pot Kosher. Here we go again. The high holidays are coming. The days of awe. That was a humanized version of the ram's horn, also known as a shofar. What do you make of this strange um, noise? Noise. That is our calling. Question. Our question for today is: What is the shofar saying to you? What does this call mean to you? I should say that the shofar has this strange ability to wake up anybody. Like uh, last week, I did a wedding. Why do you say and that? They strangely strange. had a dog at the wedding. Yeah. And at the end, I blew the shofar, and the dog like lost its shit. Dude, but why do you think that's strange? It's literally like a horn that you're blaring really loudly. I guess you're right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I guess something would be wrong if it didn't alert you. If it you. didn't alert you, it would be... Mm. So what is its... We're not talking about the significance that... I, but I felt like the dog knew it was something important. Mm. Like the dog tapped... It wasn't just It was horn. an animal's horn, after all. Maybe the dog it was... It was tapping related. into, like, its primal... Ram spirit. <laughs> we shouldn't go down any is, further. What does so? What does it mean to you this year? Well, it should always act as I think to borrow your language, a spiritual alarm clock of some sort, um, and really just to wake us up from our slumber. Which I, I connect deeply to that idea of just like going on cruise control or autopilot and just the weeks, months, mm. even years going by without even taking notice of certain things. Yeah. So it's just like, holy shit, just I'm alive. Right. And the truth is... I'm breathing. Like, I'm, right. I'm in existence. And my mom says that, like, in truth, this is a type of awareness that we should actually have every single day, you know, when we wake up. So in some ways, it's arbitrary that, totally. that we do it on Rosh Hashanah, quote-unquote, or Yom Kippur, but... Um, because ideally, I think we want that type of fervor. Always. Do we? I don't know. I wonder. I've been reflecting. I think Reb Shlomo Karlbach talks about Elul as being not a time of, like, making drastic changes. Mm. Of, you know, looking at your life and being like, I have to do everything differently but it's actually noticing the things that you do well mm. and doing them just a little bit better mm. right so like how if you consider yourself a good father mm -hmm. and I consider you you know we've had disputes over this in the past but I do consider you an incredible father <laughs> thank you what disputes <laughs> are you alluding to though you've once <laughs> challenged that I, you didn't think that I thought you were a good father probably not on a public forum okay <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so like, you're a good father, but imagine if you just took, if you put in a little bit more kavana, a little bit more intention into like your relationships with your children. Speaking of that though, like children, you know, I was thinking about like how children are sort of like lions, you know, you don't wake up lions from when they're sleeping mm -hmm. and the ra you know the rabbis say like one should wake up in the morning like a lion you know so you don't wake up the lion but when a lion gets up if you've ever watched a video of a lion jump up from its nap it's like pretty intense and I feel like the yawn especially the yawn especially and I feel like kids are similar like I'm blessed with a seven year old and a three year old at home and like their passion and zest for life like yeah they have days where they're exhausted 
but like they have a, a certain type of rawness of renewal that is just innate with being a child. Is that not something we aspire? I think that to? You, meaning like regaining childhood, childlike wonder. Yeah, exa- exactly. Well, I think it goes back to what we've been learning together about like having this in Hebrew like tamim, right? Of wholeheartedness or just Sim- not simplicity. Simplicity, purity, just being purity. like you know. I was thinking innocence, right? When you when this happened with my son recently. He got up in the middle of the night and he was scared. Mm. And I looked at him and I was like, it's going to be okay. Everything's okay. Mm. And he believed me. Right. Right. Yeah. It's <laughs> you know, he wild. didn't ask me like, oh, Abba, like, do you right. have any proof for that? Or right. like, right. let's talk. It was just like, no, I believe you. We could say that's because emotionally, developmentally, he's... Or, or that's the level that we need to aspire to be on. As we enter these days, but what if there? But there is stuff to like worry about. There is, but it's also going to be fine. Is it though? <laughs> <laughs> Climate change. Can I tell you one thing? This is something that I think thinking about in the context of the shofar, which I've been blowing in the morning, given it's the month of Elul, and we blow the shofar as a type of you know uh, reminder in these days um, before Rosh Hashanah. And I, I was thinking about Simchas Torah, about how much I love dancing with the Torah and Simchas Torah. And this is also a teaching from Rabbi Shalom Makrabah, who says that, like, on Simchas Torah, we celebrate, like, how much we don't know, mm-hmm. how much we haven't learned yet. It's like we dance with a Torah that is closed. We don't dance with it open, reading it, studying it. And it's not like you separate people, the scholars from the simple people. Like everyone just celebrates that they don't know yet, that there's more to learn. And you feel like that's a when I When I really tap, when I, if I allow myself, if I'm being honest with myself about what inspires me these days, it's like that sense of, yeah, what have I yet to learn? What have I yet to like discover? Well, you know, it should be noted publicly that you're going back to school <laughs> to <laughs> learn. No, true. I'm serious. Yeah. Like, I think... No, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm taking How short, many short people... Classes. I think you activated something that... Yeah. I know I'm that, but I'm also thinking about the context of, you know, Yael, my wife is expecting, and, like, thinking about what that is to bring in new life. Like, we could say, oh, I've done this twice already, you know? But I haven't... What have I done, actually? You know? There's so much more to, like, learn and discover in the world. So what you're saying also is the shofar has some... It opens up worlds of possibility. Right? Like, of... I mean, that's the power of meditation, right? If you can let yourself get lost in your own... I mean, it also has this ability to express something that's beyond words. Like you don't need to say anything after the show for. Right. You just feel it. It's like after an amazing concert. There's nothing to talk about. Yeah. Just let it be. It is what it is. On that note. Peace. Peace. <laughs>